Ooh, shoot. One of the chocolate chips fell out of my slime. Y'all heard? One, two, three. Hey, Hey, everybody. everybody. This is Y'all Heard, a podcast for me, Marissa Phillips. And me, Pete Phillips. Are not related. Nope. Yes, that's what I was supposed to say, right? And, (laughs) And we do our best to sort of, you know, like put some stuff in front of you. And a lot of times we do tell you how we feel about things, but ultimately it's always up to you to have your opinion of things. We're not here to tell you how to feel about things, okay? So get off of my ass, okay? Yeah, he's talking to you. That's right, you. None of the Michaels, but you, that other person. Yeah. Um, in other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. Pete. I don't know. Tell me anything you want. It doesn't matter. What's like the best thing you ate in a couple of days? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, God. So in the midst of the protests, everything closed down in my neighborhood for a, like a week a little bit ago. Like every single restaurant was boarded up and shit. Okay. And you couldn't get delivery. Like you could get delivery from out of the area, but it would like stop at six o'clock. So me and my boyfriend were forced to cook, and which he's good at, right? Yeah, he's not bad at certain things. We just have different tastes. But God, like it was good. We had good food. It was like fairly healthy. But I was just like, fucking shit. When stuff finally wasn't closed, I was like, we need to order so much fucking food. I can't take these home cooked meals anymore. (laughs) So we got. Chick, uh, chicken tiki masala and these fried onion fritters and this fried cauliflower and it was just all this milky fried shit. And I was just so happy. I just hate eating home cooked food for more than like three days in a row. <laughs> That's the lifestyle I've been accustomed to. I think the last time I went out to eat was like a month ago. Look at you. But to that end, the most exciting thing that I've eaten in the last couple of days is I had a chicken, I baked the chicken, I pulled the chicken apart, so I took some of that chicken and put it in with mixed vegetables, and then when it was all heated up, I put barbecue sauce on top. So I I am not killing it. (laughs) I mean, it sounds good. But I'm I'm doing one of those things again where I am uh, trying to eat as much food as I can because I will be away from the apartment and I don't like to leave anything here. <laughs> By the way, that's why my episode probably isn't the strongest because we needed to squeeze it in two uh, and I wasn't really ready. It's and, not this problem. but And the one next week is probably also going to suck yeah. because I haven't started on it. So um, stay tuned for that, guys. Always something to look forward to. <laughs> By the way, if you want, it makes you feel better with your barbecue chicken uh, melange. So that. <laughs> um, I tried to just eat a bowl of mashed potatoes that I didn't make and cold cherry tomatoes for lunch and halfway. halfway Whoa, I'm sorry, wait. That- Did you say potatoes and tomatoes in the same bowl? Not mixed together. Okay. It's just like one was on one half of the bowl. And uh, halfway through eating the potatoes, that's right, halfway, I was like, these are old. Then I threw them out. (laughs) Uh, And I had to make a new meal. So, 
Of course, I am a modern woman. Woman, not I'm not multiple women. It's not like I said women. So I'm not like, ooh, I I need to cook for my husband every day. But I know my mother and some of my cousins are a little more old fashioned than me, and they're like, you need to cook more, girl, or else no man's gonna marry you. And I said, I am willing to pay for half of the takeout in any given week. And I think that is the equivalent of a woman who could <laughs> Anyway, I just thought I'd share that. Okay, do you have an icebreaker? You, I forgot to ask if you had one. Oh, what? You, you, you recognize, I think, maybe that's why you were laughing, the breakdown uh, is still yes. unequal? Yes, of course I remember that. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, staying on the topic of food, Marissa. We've, we've sort of uh, referenced this before, but what's the dumbest thing that you've eaten before we started recording a podcast? <laughs> like oh, right you mean before. right prior to a podcast. Yeah, yeah. The dumbest thing I've eaten, it would be glass. But uh, prior <laughs> to a podcast, oh, no. Ah, the worst thing I ever ate was an entire tray of roasted broccoli. Mm-hmm. That was the one I was thinking about for you, yeah. Because I was so fucking, oh, my God. Oh, it was just like too much healthy, too much fiber, too much earthiness. I just wanted to fucking die. I felt like I was going to throw up. I was like nauseous and bloated, and I felt like I was going to throw up. Anyway, I can't. Broccoli's never been the same since. Anyway. <laughs> uh, for the sake of our listeners, could you please let us know? Um, did you swallow the glass? Yeah. I chewed it first. And how'd that go? Fine. <laughs> Oh, 100% fine. I did that, like, when I was in, like, sixth grade. There you go, kids. I ate a shard of glass off the floor because somebody <laughs> dared me. Anyway, the... no, no, don't do it. I don't want you to do it. But if you do, you just have to chew it enough that it's, like, sand. And you need to... It, it's only Because, you know, you can eat sand. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I would never do that again. I would never want anyone to do that. But yes, I did do it, and I was fine. A lamp, I think a lamp broke or something, and someone was like, you should eat a piece of that. And I was like, okay. And no money came out of this bet or dare. I just did it, and they were like, ooh. And I carry that tail with me around through my life. Anyway, how about you? Uh, mine is just today I ate peanut butter. <laughs> and then I was like... <laughs> I'm going to have to put Marissa off for five more minutes while I work through this peanut butter in my mouth. <laughs> oh, okay. I've eaten peanut butter, but did you put an entire spoonful in your mouth at one time? Not like an entire, like how big of a spoon are you thinking? Okay, you put a, you put a spoonful in any capacity. Okay. Um, I haven't done this since I was a child. I'm running out of food. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm okay. trying to balance the food that I have left versus the food that I need to eat. And Good. peanut butter That's has commendable. become my snack now commendable but aside from that and like bad mouth stuff that would be coming with it it would probably be the same whatever it is it's the same reason that you had like you end up feeling like too bloaty to talk yeah. and that sort of stuff speaking of bloaty not able to talk bloaty no, and the hoot fish yes <laughs> I was, I don't know about that. Uh, that was a really good segue. So yesterday I was explaining to someone how I could succeed more in life if I chose to be fake and or 
more social. I was saying how someone who, I mean, people respect me at my job, but I'm not like, about the, yeah. <laughs> there are some areas that people don't come to me when they need to be done if they involve social things. Marissa was stripped of her crown as mascot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, ugh, I don't want to do that ever again, ever since meeting that fucking eagle. I told you that. <laughs> anyway. But I was saying, like, if I just maybe, like, had slightly more verbose emails and add exclamation points, like when someone tells me to do something, and I'm like, sure, of course I'll do that. I'll let you know when it's done, instead of me saying, sure, period, not even signing off. Yeah, it's either no punctuation on that one or exclamation point. (laughs) Yeah, no, I do that on purpose. Uh, I was telling them, I was like, you know what? I will get the job done. I will get it done well. But I want you to know how I felt about doing it. And you can't fire me on the fact that I said sore, period. And I was like, and if you're kind of far from the elevator and you can't prove that I saw you, I'll close the elevator. Why? Not because I'm a douche, but because I'm socially weird and I want to have to try and talk to you. Yeah. And um, just lots of things that I'm not the best socially. And... You know, if I really want to succeed in lives, there are apparently things I'm supposed to be doing. Not succeed in life, but succeed professionally at least. So I read this. Uh, well, that's CNBC. that's life. Your job is your life. So You die. <laughs> uh, so I read the CNBC article called Stop Asking How Are You? Harvard researchers say this is what successful people do when making small talk. I will also point out that a couple days before reading this, I was walking home. And a man said, hey, how are you? And I was like, I'm good. You? And he didn't respond. And I find that rude. <laughs> anyway. I, uh, I am I am one of those people who, if you go like, hey, how are you doing? I'll be like, uh, you know, like, <laughs> and then I think about it. I generate a response, everything like that. <laughs> and people don't like that. Nobody really wants to know how you're doing. <laughs> well, Pete. This is a new thing, because usually when people say, how are you, I say, huh, I'm living. But I was told recently that that is a horrible thing to say. I still don't have to say it. I mostly say that in a job setting. You instead now go, huh, I'm alive, not living. Well, I usually say that at work, because I want them to know, like, I'm not happy. But this person was on the street, and I was fine. So I understand. I also like to give at least a somewhat accurate response. Anyway, this article states, how are you? They are the three most useless words in the world of communication. The person asking doesn't really want to know, and the person responding doesn't tell the truth. Debatable. What follows is a lost opportunity and meaningless exchange with zero connection. I feel like whether or not the person asking means it and whether or not the person responding tells the truth says more about the person than the question. Anyway, that was me, not the article. I spent a lot of time, though, trying to come up with different things to say, so I'm very excited to hear what you have to say here. Okay. This is me. Uh, Very excited. (laughs) But the key to making the most out of small talk, according to Harvard researchers, is to simply ask the other person follow-up questions. In a series of experiments, researchers analyzed more than 300 online conversations and found that those who were asked more meaningful follow-up questions such as, question, oh no, uh, aka questions that aren't, how are you, or what do you do, found the other person much more likable. When Wait. people are, 
instructed to ask more questions, they are perceived as higher in responsiveness, an interpersonal construct that captures listening, understanding, validation, and care, the researchers wrote. Uh, Are you still starting with how are you, but you're asking more questions? So, yeah. I also asked the question you just asked because I was like, it's hard to not have a starter question. Yeah. Um, And they're literally calling them follow-up questions, so... So, that's debatable. But in some of these situations, I think they frame it as like you're in a meeting. So you don't necessarily go like, how are you to every single person in the meeting? I think I think in, in, in well, this... Here's how to do then what you said. Hey, Marissa, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. Whatever. Why? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> Why are you only fine? I don't like that I've had all. people throw that crap on me. Oh, only fine? How come? Why don't you try to work harder to be better? <laughs> it's yeah, like, eat my ass. ass. <laughs> so I am going to give these seven recommended tactics for being a more authentic conversationalist and for becoming more engaging and succeeding in life. Asterisk, if you have to read this off of paper, you are already not authentic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Number one, use the ACT trick to start a connection. Okay. That's so, age, what, county, and... <laughs> I forget what the T is. It is authenticity, connection, and taste of who you are. Okay. Transformation. Uh, always, always adapt to the person that you're speaking to. <laughs> so, for example, imagine you're in a meeting. Because all meetings generally start with small talk. So they're saying start with a question that will build up to a conversation that meets the ACT criteria. Some of these questions you could start off with are, I hate this first one, what's your current state of mind? What the fuck does that mean? Next, what are I don't you know. For? Get help. Yeah, I don't know. The second one, what are you looking forward to this week? You know what? I can take that. However, you don't want an authentic answer because if right. you're asking, yeah, like you don't, you don't want to know that, like. You don't I want me to stare to... into your eyes and say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> or you could be like, I haven't seen my girlfriend for a month. I can't wait to fuck this. <laughs> like I can go in so many ways. Uh, this last one is insane. You remind me of a celebrity, but I can't remember which one. Who's someone you relate to? What the fuck? First of all, those sound like two separate questions. <laughs> that's, that's yes. And second, you gotta ask every fucking person, but pretend they all remind you of a celebrity that you can't remember which one. That's fucking insane. And like, I'm uh, sorry, what's okay. the end of that question again? You remind me of a celebrity, but I can't remember which one. M dash. Who's someone you relate to? That's not the same question. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, I relate to Ice Cube. But that doesn't mean I remind you of ice cream. Right, yeah. That's insane. Okay. Number two, move beyond the hourly update. The fallback <laughs> for a lot of people is like the newscast hourly update. Traffic, sports, weather, and so on. Drill this into your head. That is a horrible icebreaker. There are a few exceptions, like if it's a genuine interest of yours, like if you're a weather enthusiast. Yes. <laughs> uh, and your boss or colleague shares that passion. 
but try to move beyond those cliche topics. Also, if the and, weather disaster is approaching your area. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know what? There's a tornado coming and you're just sitting at the meeting like, don't talk about the weather, don't talk about the weather, don't talk about the weather. <laughs> I think those topics are boring as fuck, but generally everyone does care about the weather. Mm-hmm. So I don't find that bad. Traffic? No, I don't give a shit. I still uh, haven't sports. forgiven that dude, Jason. Oh. Who I ran into at Target, and I, he was like, how are you doing? And I was like, okay, it's a little cold. And he goes, I'm not going to talk about the weather with you. And I was like, fuck you, I don't want to talk to you anyway. Yeah, he's a monster. <laughs> anyway, number three, be in the moment and observe your surroundings. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, open your eyes, Pete, before you open your mouth. Find something to focus on in your surroundings, like the piece of art on the wall, a quirky gadget, or family picture on their desk, a race car helmet, scattered coins from various countries, and so on. Why the fuck would they have a race car helmet on their desk? I know. I wish this was a video podcast so that people could watch our reaction. (laughs) There's bound to be something that will spark small talk and help lead the conversation into unique follow-up questions. I will say this. If you feel like that's fine to do to your boss, fine. But I hate when a superior does that shit to me. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate when they're scanning my fucking desk to and ask they go, me. Who's that old white lady? Uh, <laughs> and yeah. you go, that's my friend Pete's mom. <laughs> yes, I have a magnet of Pete's mother <laughs> in my cubicle. Every single person that asked me about it. My boss asked me what music I was listening to on my iPhone once, and I'm like, There's no. no way you care. Yeah. Actually, there was the one time that I <laughs> I asked him if he knew the song Rhythm is a Dancer, and he got really offended. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so I but think also, he like, you have to bond with me. You have to... It's not enough to just take in your surroundings and ask a question about it, because, yes, you and I would be like, what the fuck do you have a race car helmet for? Yeah, exactly. And then if they go, oh, I race cars on the weekend, then you go like, does our insurance department know about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what I want. Maybe okay. next week I'll do how to kill every conversation. <laughs> I like that. Well, you don't even need to research. I think you and I can <laughs> just wing that one. Um, four, share some news. That actually happens. <laughs> if you have news, share it. Like, I adopted a pet over the weekend, or my six-year-old rode a bike for the first time yesterday. Well, it was weird inflection. Believe it or not, most people actually do want to know more about others, especially if they both work at the same company. Debatable. If you're new to a company and leading a team, for example, start your first meeting by going around the room and asking each person to say one interesting thing that recently happened in their lives. By the way, I have a monthly meeting where we have to do that, and I hate it. I'm like, what I do is my business. Also, every time I say what I do, everyone feels uncomfortable. Because I am authentic when I answer, and yeah. no one ever likes my answers. Anyway. You should start stealing the answer of the person who went right before you every single time. <laughs> I do like that. I like that. <laughs> As a result of that momentary sharing, you've allowed everyone to feel more personally and generally connected with each other. Whatever. I love when my boss is just my boss and doesn't try to be anything else. That might just be me, but seriously. Okay. 
Number five. This is monstrous. Number five, talk early. Whether you're meeting in person or dialing in for a conference call, talk early. If you wait, two things will probably happen. One, someone else will make the comment you wanted to make. And two, your more talkative colleagues will take over with their own follow-up questions. Wait, You'll get this... lost in the crosstalk and miss your chance. Is this through the whole meeting? Or is this Wait, at the is... beginning? Uh, I think in the meeting, but also generally when you, whenever you get chances to talk, I guess. I've been having a lot of weird um, two, three people connect for a meeting, but the person who's running the meeting is not there yet and yeah. or somebody else is missing and you're all just kind of sitting there staring at each other pretending not to <laughs> yeah yeah Ugh. god i hate that talk early talk often everybody loves somebody who talks too much and all the time i mean if you're in one of those dumbass jobs where like you need to assert your dominance and prove yourself like all the fucking time fine but i'm in a job where like i do what i do I'm not gunning for someone else's job, so I don't give a shit. I don't say anything ever unless I need to, because who cares? <laughs> I hate everyone. Okay. <laughs> she says, as the sirens go by, and we all yeah. know how much Marissa loves the sirens in the oh, podcast. God. Yeah, yeah. I, I learned that a, an excessive sensitivity to sound is part of anxiety, so... It's not my fault, Pete. It's not my fault. That explains okay. my base issues. Your face issues? Base. Oh, base issues. Okay. My face issues are a completely different problem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, six. It's not just what you say. Oh, I gotta say this, guys. <laughs> this one was made for me. No matter what or how much you say, your tone of voice, facial expressions, and eye contact will broadcast so much more. I am known for having horrible tones, not censoring my facial expressions at all, and I don't give a shit where I look when I'm talking to someone at my job. In person, look at the other person when you speak, not at the conference table or the wall. On the phone, smile. It will make your voice sound warmer. It's not just what you say, but how you say it that will help others connect with you. You ever have somebody talk to you like, and look you straight in the eye? Yeah. It's uncomfortable. Yes, it is. I've noticed with students when I meet with them, when I'm talking to them, I'm looking at other things, and they're looking me right in the eyes. And when they're talking to me, I'm looking them in the eyes, and they're looking <laughs> at other things. <laughs> I, uh, sometimes when I'm having conversations, I become so fixated on eye contact, and I forget what's normal. I forget where I'm supposed to look. And then it's just like, I don't know what the fuck it looks like from my end. Um, speaking of smiling, we're on the phone. Uh, my job calls are forwarded to my cell phone, which I thought was going to be a problem. But the thing is, I, I know when it's a job call because it's mm -hmm. coming from my That's job. Cool. Yet I still... Like, just don't bother having a different tone. So the other day, I don't know who was calling me. And I had the most curt voice, like, just the worst tone. And it was my boss. And then I realized it was my boss. And I didn't change it. Then I hung up on them when they were still talking. <laughs> <laughs> so, I am 
so authentic. Anyway. <laughs> Marissa, I don't know if that's authentic. Hanging up on people when they're talking no, is rude. They were, no. It was one of those things where, like, it was almost done. I wasn't like, fuck, you hang up. It was like, a, this conversation's over. But, like, they were, like, being a little excessively verbose. And so I was like, I thought this was over. Oops. <laughs> I recently hopped out of a meeting that was doing that and... Like, I I had to pee so bad in the last 15 minutes was just people going, uh, so, um, anything else? Uh, you? Anything else? Uh, you? And I was like, I'm just going to pretend my internet dropped, and I hung up, and I went to the bathroom because I had to pee so bad. I like that, I like that. So, Pete, we're on our last one. Our last one is, what is make the pivot. This is where small talk goes to the next level. <laughs> As you segue from talking about something small to the issue at hand, if the convo is already flowing, it'll be easier than you think. And then you think and ask, wait, what? It'll be easier than you think and ask follow-up questions. As you guys have learned from us over the uh, past hundred or so episodes, we're masters at transitions. And so, you know, it's it's something that we're really good at. Uh, yeah. So they're just trying to tell you to have a good pivot. So once you already have your small talk, you have your follow-up questions, uh, your boss could be the one to make the first step. So tell me what's going on with blah, blah. Thanks to the small talk, you're already in sync. Wait, you you're not the boss in this scenario? <laughs> I all of this is overstepping if you are not the boss. I thought the <laughs> boss was the person who was doing all this setup and talking. Yes, sometimes it is. Sometimes it's not. Uh, you can then pivot to a more meaningful discussion that showcases your knowledge, contribution, and confidence. My... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to have a real-world example, but I Mercy. forgot... Do you what? have any advice for this problem? Probably not. Usually, but... usually I'm in a three-person chat. Yeah. And see, you're not going to have an answer for this. But you know what, listeners? Our phone number is 570-PODWOD1. We are asking you for advice this time, okay? Because I sure in... as fuck don't know how to handle myself properly. I'm usually in three-person meetings where the other two people don't mind talking about their personal lives no they have animals and families and kids and that sort of stuff and i don't have any of that stuff i just have my apartment and my plants <laughs> and yeah. um so oftentimes they'll be like in the middle like in a group chat for example they'll be in the middle of personal conversation and i will just sneak in work talk because i need answers to questions and stuff but i've noticed that Almost every contribution I make is always based on work, which I realize isn't so bad because that's what we're there for, but I also feel like it makes me a little bit more of a robot. It does, but, like, they're not your friends. I, uh, <laughs> I don't... I don't do the exact same thing. I don't do that shit. No. I mean, we already established that I'm not the charmer in my office, but I'm respected. And you know what, Pete? Being respected is all that matters. <laughs> in your job, not in life. Outside of your job, I am kind. I try to be as personionable as I can be. In my job, that is not my job. And I it's am part of my job. 
to be that way since I train people and do tech support related well, no. stuff. But so yeah. that's important at that aspect. It's not important when you're just talking to your coworkers. Yeah, I sometimes I am horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and yet some of them listen to this show, right? My coworkers? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, they like you enough to keep up with you, so that's pretty nice. Well, I will say this. There After are enough absurd consider- shit comes out of your mouth, they want to hear more of it. <laughs> there are a, f- a few that I consider friends that I will tell personal stuff to. And the people that are not, like, that I'm just, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not a douche. <laughs> I'm just not excessively social and friendly. I know that I might seem like a douche slightly from what I'm saying. But, uh, I mean, if you bother me, I'm not gonna, not gonna add exclamation points to the end of my sentences. If you bother me, every sentence will be as short as possible with periods. But I'm nice face to face. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. I understand completely. Yeah, there's a lot of, um, a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Pete, we are who we are. And that's okay. Yeah, it is. Everyone is on a journey, and we are on ours. And you're on yours, and we respect you. Unless you're a phony baloney. To truth, truth. I wonder if there's anyone who listens to our podcast that's like, those are good tips. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mostly just do this episode to make fun of them, but I mean, they are valid to someone. Yes. Yes. Not me, but someone. I watched that movie last night, um, The Night Clerk. And, the, like, it's just, I think it just showed up on Netflix. And um, in it, the guy is, he has Asperger's, and he watches videos of hotel guests in their room and then emulates what they do because he's trying to learn how to be. Oh. But yeah, like every single time he did that, I was like, "You're not being yourself, dude." Uh, but yeah. that's a that's a completely different situation. But yeah. like, um, yeah, sometimes that might be a tip for you if you uh, want to just watch people <laughs> act a certain way and then do what they do. Or like me, you could be the opposite out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Anyway, uh, please have plugs. I would love to chronicle. I wish I could find one that that goes from my normal like uh, somebody asks a question and I go oh like you know blah 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 nice to hear from you this that and the other here's the answer um, and if you need more help let me know and then they go I still don't know the answer and I'm like oh it was right in that thing and um, here's a different way that we could word it so that you could figure out what it means and then they go I still don't understand and then I go read the directions Ooh. please. <laughs> And then they go like, I still don't understand. Oh. And then I make a video where I like Oh my god. <laughs> so I would love to capture one of those, a progression of how I go from one end to the other. But then I, like I do that. end up doing what you do. It was in the original email, period. Line break. <laughs> Please refer back to the original email, period. Enter. Thank you. <laughs> hey. That's what I appreciate about you, Pete. Plugs. But yeah, give me your plugs. <laughs> when it comes to plugs, I had a thought for something. I'm going to plug my tablecloth that has flamingos on it. We can't all experience your tablecloth. Yes, you can. Come on over. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to plug... All the restaurants in your neighborhood. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, they're not all open. And also, they're not all good. Shit, I can't think of anything. Um, I'm going to plug the movie Mulan, which I rewatched the other day, and in my mind has the best songs from any Disney movie. You should best sing song. one on our Patreon. Okay. Only if you sing it with me. Nope. You've, you've seen Mulan, haven't you? So long ago, I couldn't really remember to tell you and what it's about. Then I got Mulan on DVD, and in that one, there's a music video of Jackie Chan singing one of the songs in China. Man- Mandarin. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mandarin. Guys, it's Cantonese and Mandarin. I think it's also simplified Chinese, but I don't know if that's a way of speaking or just a way of writing. But, yeah, it must just be a way of writing. I need to know this. I have a boyfriend who's Chinese. <laughs> And he speaks Cantonese. <laughs> anyway. 570-POD-WOD-1 is our phone number. Please call us with your tips about how to succeed in small talk at the office. If you're also interested in this topic, you can refer back to the episode where we talked about small talk in Finland, where they just don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I wish. I wish so bad. I think I've mentioned it before, but if you want me to hate you, respond to how are you with... Oh, just another day in paradise. Yeah, yeah. I want. Oh God. And no, no, oh, no. For some reason, if you, I don't love it. But if you say it outside of work, I don't care. You're just weird. <laughs> but if you say it in work, you're dead to me, dude. Like for reals. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Pete, when you get back, we need to do the happy hour. I've gotten multiple people asking for it. Calm down, guys. <laughs> So yeah, we'll, we'll shoot for early, early June. Lie, June lie, early June, June lie. lie. Um, Is that yes, so thanks for listening, guys. Slide into my DMs at Riz Vandal. And you know what? Stay away from me at Peter Bites. <laughs> <laughs> also, guys, sometimes I've started listening to the intro of our like I don't listen to the whole episode, Pete. I'm sorry, but I listen to the intro of our episodes and. We're My natural voice sounds like a valley girl and I'm drunk all the time. And I didn't realize that. And that's upsetting, but I'm not going to change it. I wouldn't think you could. Yeah, Uh-oh, but I noticed that. And I was like, what the fuck? Anyway, like, man, I vocal fry also. And my like cadence is weird and... You know what? I am who I am. Let's vocal for a bye. Okay? Bye. 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 bye.